Hello, hello. My name is Kim Addis. I'm the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching. And today is Fridays with Fernie, where my daughter, Fernie, comes onto the podcast and gives me a case for us to discuss and work through. Fernie, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Are you ready for your case today? I am so ready. Let's go. Amazing. So today we have a case about a guy named Ash. And Ash works as a programmer at a really big gaming company. He does super well. You know, he works hard. He is top of his cohort. Um, And there's another guy at his company. Let's call him Bob. And uh, Bob doesn't work very hard. And he's been his lead programmer. Just told him that he has to pick up his slack or he will get fired. And so obviously Bob's worried. You know, he's a bit of a slacker. So um, that not threat, but that um, comment was warranted. Um, And so he goes to Ash. So Bob goes to Ash and he asks him, he pleads with him to help him. And Ash accepts and he helps him and they work together. And essentially Ash carries him through his time. Um, And as they go, um, he knows, Ash knows that if he were to stop helping Bob, then he would get fired. Um, And he knows that he's really carrying him through. Um, But the issue is that Ash doesn't really like helping him. Uh, He's not a good student. He's not really in there to learn. He's just willing to, you know, do the bare minimum to scrape by, to stay stay hired. Um, And he's not like, you know, passionate and excited about the project. And he's just really tough to work with. Uh, And so, you know, Ash doesn't really like helping him, but he doesn't know how to say no. He doesn't know how to, um, you know, tell this guy that he doesn't want to help him because he knows that his um, employment, his job, his income relies almost solely on Ash. Um, So, you know, Ash doesn't know how to do that, how to let, let him go and tell him he doesn't want to help him anymore. Okay. So we think, you know, when you're telling the story, Ash is self-sacrificing and we think he's doing something nice and good for his friend. But in fact, he's not. He's not doing anything nice for himself because he doesn't want to be doing this and he's not enjoying it and he's not seeming to get very much satisfaction out of helping his friend Bob, his not-so-friend Bob, right? (laughs) And at the same time, he's not actually helping Bob to become self-sufficient. So what Ash is doing is creating a problem for the company, for Bob, and for himself. And so that's, first of all, we need to discuss that with Ash and help him understand that his actions aren't leading to outcomes that anybody actually desires. It may seem at face value that the action is leading to Bob keeping his job, but it's leading to an action where Bob is keeping his job, where he's A, underperforming and potentially staying in a position that isn't the best or most ideal position for him. He could be living somewhere else, doing something else, living his passions. Uh, But instead, Bob feels like he has no options and he has no choice. So he stays seemingly unengaged or disengaged and plodding along. So Ash is creating a lose, lose, lose situation for everybody. And that's the, the first thing that he needs to understand is that while his intentions are good, what he's doing doesn't lead to desired outcomes anywhere. And so the first thing that I would do with Ash is say, hey, what are the desired outcomes? What do you think would be a win-win-win here? And he might probably say, well, the company wants a high-performing employee. And I would say, do you think Bob could ever be a high-performing employee here? 
is it, does he have the capacity? Is he capable? Does he have the desire to be a high-performing employee here? And if Ash says, no, that will never happen, then what Ash needs to do is say, okay, so what I need to do then is help Bob find what his passions are and find where his highest performing opportunities are and help to redirect him elsewhere and let go of helping him with programming, but really be his friend and help him move to a better place for himself, for the company. If Ash says, yes, I do think he has the potential to be a high performing programmer, but I think that he doesn't see it in himself, then Ash needs to reorganize how he helps Bob. Uh, but, but at what, the end, yep. Sorry, I, I was just curious if, so Bob essentially doesn't have the passion in that area. Like he just scrapes by, he does what he can to get through and isn't necessarily interested in, you know, programming, but working per se. He just kind of, he's a bit lazy. He's a bit lazy, but you see, I don't believe anybody's lazy. People no. are lazy. People are lazy when they are involved with something that's not a fit for them or when they believe they cannot succeed. Hmm. When they're not getting wins, when they're not seeing themselves winning and scoring and doing well. Right. So it, have you ever been in a class where it was just boring and not interesting? Sure. Sure. And so what happens like, think about it. When you're in a class that's kind of boring and not interesting versus a class where you're totally into it and excited, which one are you a little more lazy in? Yeah, the one you don't care about, of course. The one you're not enjoying, the one you're not liking. But also, let's say you're in a class and you try and the teacher kind of like blows you off and doesn't give you the time of day and doesn't encourage you and doesn't show you how to succeed. What happens? You also get disengaged, right? So work operates the same way. So for, for Ash, what we want to really explore is, hey, is this really something that Bob isn't into? Is this just not his thing? Or has he never experienced any real wins? And so he's also disengaged and he's just coasting because he doesn't ever think he can succeed. So mm -hmm. Ash has to distill or, or sort through those two things. Is this something that Bob can succeed in? Does he have any talent? Or is this really just not for Bob? If, it's, if it's really not for Bob, Ash needs to help Bob get to another location, another destination, another passion, another career. If Bob has some talent, but he just feels like, hey, it doesn't matter what I do. It just doesn't turn out for me. So I'll just let somebody else do it for me. I'll let somebody else carry me. Well, then a different kind of conversation has to take place where Ash says, hey, I'm done carrying you. I will help you. But here are the conditions. Hmm. Right? Here's, here's what I will agree to do. I'm not going to do the work for you. I'm not going to carry you. I'll help you if you have a problem. Here's what I will offer you. But I'm no longer doing your work for you. I will always support you. So those are two different pictures, right? And really the thing is that Ash doesn't seem to like Bob because of the way Bob is showing up. And Ash needs to understand why Bob is showing up the way he is. But what if Bob, Ash doesn't really care at all about him and he's just helping him out of guilt? And what if he doesn't really want to invest time and energy into like 
figuring out what his passion is and getting him onto a better path because it doesn't seem like Bob is interested in that. It seems like he's kind of not disinterested in life, but, you know, he goes off and does his own thing after work and they just aren't friends. He's just, you know, there's no real connection. So why should Ash spend that time and energy into Bob? Well, it depends. Is Ash a leader in his company? If Ash is a leader in his company, then Ash needs to behave like a leader and help no. Bob find them the next destination. And if Ash is just one of the cohort, which is what he is, then Ash could say, Hey, you know, like, you know, if you really want to succeed, here's what, what you need to do and create a different series of expectations and agreements for Bob. I'll help you if you do X, Y, Z. And X, Y, Z means if you do this work, I will review it with you. If you get stuck, I'll help you do this, but I'm not going to do your work for you. I'm not so going to carry you. You don't think that Ash, as they're in the same position, you know, as a, fe- a fellow, a peer, a, a coworker, you don't think he should just cut, um, cut Bob off and just say, no, I'm not helping you anymore? Well, here, here's the interesting thing. So why hasn't he done that already? Because he feels guilty. He doesn't and know. So where does no. guilt come from? Doing something bad or feeling no. like you're doing something bad. Guilt or something comes, that'll hurt guilt someone. comes when there's a, uh, a a lack of alignment between what you do and what you think you should do, or what you do or what you haven't done and what you think you should do. Right? So where there's a gap mm-hmm. between what you think is correct and what is actually happening. So why does Ash continue to do something when he doesn't want to do it? Because he thinks he should do it, right? So now what I want to do with Ash is say, okay, well, let's really identify what your true responsibilities are. Your responsibility is to behave in a way that makes you feel proud of yourself, that makes you feel good about yourself, that makes you feel like you are living with integrity and in alignment with your values. And we talk about this week after week. And so what does that mean for you here? Is cutting off Bob in alignment with your values? No, you would have done it already. So how do you let go of Bob without cutting him off so that you feel okay about your course of action? And in my opinion, it's either helping him find a new job altogether, a new destination and leading him away from the company, or Saying to Bob, hey, you know, if you really want to succeed here, here are the expectations. And if you want me to help you, then here are the parameters. Here are the conditions under which I'm willing to help you. And be very, very clear about that so that Ash is doing what he thinks is right Mm -hmm. and feeling good about what he's doing. Because if he just decided to cut Bob off, he wouldn't feel good. He would continue to live with guilt. So what we're always trying to do is line up what somebody thinks they should do that's right for them, what's the right thing to do with what they actually do. Sometimes we want to challenge it. Is it really the right thing to do? Is it really your responsibility, Ash? And we might say to Ash, it's not your responsibility. However, Ash might say, yeah, but there's a guy who needs a job. Right? So we don't want to you know, take Ash's compassion and throw out out the window. We like the fact that Ash has compassion, right? But at the same time, we don't want him to self-sacrifice. We don't want to have him, you know, 
do things that are not in his own best interests for the sake of Ash. So the question becomes, Ash, what is in your best interests that could be a win or or a good thing for Bob? And there's a solution there, right? To say, hey, I feel like you're taking advantage of me. I'm happy to help you. But here's how, you know, what what needs to happen in order for you to succeed and how I'm willing to help. And if you don't want to do that, then maybe this isn't the right place for you. It's, and, and really, there's an opportunity right here, right now, for Ash not to be a peer, but for Ash to step up as a leader. How so? Well, if he, people know that Bob is struggling, but if Ash takes Bob under his wing and say, hey, I'll do that for you, and here's what I'm going to do, and here's how it's going to work out, then what happens is Ash gives himself the opportunity to show, demonstrate his own leadership skills. Hmm. So it could be a win for, for Ash, should he choose to perceive it that way. Interesting. I like that. So if you were to give him one last piece of advice, what would it be? It would be to, first of all, realize that his actions are not creating a win for everybody. In fact, they're creating a lose, lose, lose situation. So that's the first thing that I would say to to Ash is to kind of help him step back and realize something's got to change. And so when we keep doing the same thing over and over again, we think that there aren't any other options and we don't know how to change and we don't know, right? We're attached to what we're doing somehow. And so for Ash, the first thing and the most important thing is for him to understand that he's not actually helping any of the stakeholders involved here. So for him to step back and say, okay, well, I got to do this differently. So that's the first and most important uh, piece in this conversation for him to say, okay, so now I'm open to a different course of action. Mm. And then? And then he needs to decide, hey, does Bob have the skill set to succeed here? Or is it like futile? And if he does, then figure out a more effective way to help him, one where he's meeting certain objectives and that he's respecting your time. If not, help Bob move to another place and stop carrying the weight of Bob. Fair enough. Makes sense. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope Ash succeeds. With Bob. I hope so too. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for this case. Another interesting and challenging case. For those of you who are listening, if you have a case that you want to share with us, please reach out to us. Fernie, how do they reach you? Please email me. That's ferniecotliar at live.com. And you can reach me at kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And if you have a case that you want to talk about on the podcast, as you know, I coach leaders live on Tuesdays. Please send me your cases. We'd love to have you on the show. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for liking. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And we will see you next time. Have a great week.